Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. My coffee tastes like a minestrone. Have you thought about, like, instead of doing a job, you just play job? Yes, uh, Big Poppy's in the house. That's not a crouton. Welcome back to the Not Not News Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the weirdest and most entertaining news stories from around the world each week. I'm your host, Donkey Teeth. Today, I'm joined by two notorious brothers. One of these brothers, Billy Hurley, was an infamous car thief, and he went into retirement per his mother's request to protect his younger brother, Gray Albright, who just so happens to be our second guest today. As luck would have it, Gray still ended up going into the car theft business himself, and now Billy's coming out of retirement for one final heist to save his younger brother. Billy and Gray, welcome to the Not Not News. Wow, this is like this is more detailed than the last Vin Diesel movie. I want you to stop stealing cars, Gray. It's got more. Hey, they called us uh, our the name of this uh, our uh, our nicknames. Or Bonnie and Ride. Oh, I like that. I I feel like I wouldn't mind doing the driving part of a heist. I would do I would do the uh, passenger seat for the carpool lane uh, <laughs> part of the getaway. Yeah, you get a little percentage. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a definite hierarchy with the uh, when it comes to the getaway drivers and you, you the. The carpool getaway driver is always a guy who's like the least least thought of. But when you're going to get into the carpool lane after a bank robbery, you kind of need that guy. I would worry, though, that I feel like in the rush of robbing a bank, people would just be throwing duff, heavy duffel bags on your lap. You'd have to be ready uh, for that. Yeah, no, you do. That's why I, I wear uh, steel-supported jeans. <laughs> Ooh, hello, sharks! <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have steel wool jeans. 
That's awesome. <laughs> steel. And the steel is spelt uh, both ways. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's stylish and protective, which is. Yeah. And it's also a pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? It, there's not enough uh, bank robberies that uh, that utilize the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, are you robbing us right now? No, actually, I'm Batman. What? Is that a pun? <laughs> no, you are. You're robbing us. Yeah. I'm oh, I see. Yeah, that would happen. I'd be the, the bank teller who was just kind of confused. Like, wait, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'd, I be, the, I'd be the bank robber who walks up to the uh, the bank teller with uh, the, the 100 best bank robbery puns.com open on my cell phone. <laughs> I have a feeling people would know you probably couldn't rob a bank. I think people would know it was you pretty quickly. Here comes the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, I guess Gray Albright. I, I don't know his name, but we can probably figure it out. It's, I think... <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, I had I got the uh, I got the worst the worst text ever uh, this week. I got the notification that I was near someone who had COVID. Oh, <laughs> I know. Right. First thing in the morning. I was... too. It's like you if you if you're sending out that. No, hey, hey, Los Angeles County. What's going on? I got a, I got a little recommendation for you. If you're sending out a notification that I was near someone with COVID. Don't send it at 6.45 a.m. <laughs> and freak me out. Let me at least have my coffee first, huh? Aren't you like a known recluse? What are the only <laughs> yes, – who have you even been near? Oh, my God. Billy, that's uh, – I was – on my tombstone, I was going to put um, I told you I was ill. <laughs> yeah. But my new, my Another... new uh, epitaph is going to be <laughs> – Known recluse. Yeah. Please keep. There's going to be all other. Uh, you're going to have a whole patch to yourself. Known recluse. Gray Albright. Here, here lies guy who doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah. Um, anyway. So anyway. I uh, So I get this text um, a notification. I don't even know what, what. I don't know what they call it. Anyway, I get it. And uh I freak out. I start screaming to the other room, uh, to Coogs. I'm like, ah, I was near someone with COVID. <laughs> I got it. I got the C. I got the big C. And she's like, no, we have we have we have at home tests um, <laughs> sponsored by COVID. We yeah. have at home tests. We'll, we can test you. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So this will this will go great. <laughs> so um, she brings in the uh, the box of uh, COVID tests into the bathroom, um, our uh, our testing site, and uh, she she opens up the uh, the thing uh, the the like the seal, and it's like on the outside it says you only have an hour uh, to to use this COVID test. Oh man. I was <laughs> Start the clock. Yeah, man. I was like, have an hour. Let's go. Let's go. You got to test me. And she's like freaking out. She's like, I never did this before. Take I'm she's like, in a hazmat suit. Why would you open it before reading the instructions? And then she's like, reading, like, okay, uh, the first thing is you have to put this liquid into this test tube. I'm like, come on. We have an hour. <laughs> Well, anyway, did, turns did out you get I, it done in time? Yeah, I was, I was good. I, and I'm negative. So we're fine. <laughs> Known recluse is uh, 
doesn't have COVID. I yeah. can see why you got a giant box of them. You know, a, a lot of spares just in case you <laughs> go over the hour mark. I was really stressed out. I uh, yeah, I I think I have uh, I have to work on my time management for other people. <laughs> I I, de- I get a little too crazy about time management when it comes to other people versus myself. I uh, so I need to work on that. You well, know, you, what? if you could help, if you stopped carving out uh, four hours every Friday for <laughs> podcasting with with Donkey and Bill. Donkey and Bill. By the way, did Donkey did Donkey pass out, or were we ignoring him? No, no, he's there. Yeah. He's... You know, I've had a few things to say over the past fifteen minutes, but uh, whatever. Uh, no, great. You know those. Uh, I don't want to like make you nervous again, but those tests are like fifteen percent accurate. So uh, you probably have COVID. Oh man, yeah, yeah that's what actually Coos is like. We should test you again. Um, you know, tomorrow. Uh, that was on uh, Monday, and uh, yeah, we haven't, <laughs> I haven't tested again. It was too stressful the first time because like the whole time it's like, oh, you got to wait 15 minutes for the test results, and I'm like, what do I do for the next 15 minutes while well, I'm like, you know, figuring out if I'm gonna live or die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, and I started singing like the Tim McGraw "Live Like You're Dying" song. It was, yeah. really, it was stressful. The 15 minute version. Yeah, the, the I I sang it uh, six and a half times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, do you swab? Do you swab your own nose, or does does Coogs do it? <laughs> donkey, donkey, who's swabbing your nose? Because I don't. I don't swab my own nose. Are you a, a, a nose swabber for yourself, or or how does that work? Wait, you were supposed to do the nose? Donkey's <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing that. Uh, what's that song? Uh, looking into your uh, big brown eye. <laughs> what's that? Oh, you know what? I I I had to take a COVID test recently, and uh, I thought I had it because uh, it was it was C. This there was like the line came. Uh, came off for the C. Right. And so I thought the C was for COVID. It's not for COVID. No, no, I know. That is confusing, too. Like, all the letters in the alphabet, you would think it'd be like, I don't know, you could put a, you could put a W there. <laughs> Anything but, like, without. Use the D, the W for without. Or yeah. even, like, a plus and minus. So, like, you're negative or you're positive. Or like a skull and crossbones. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. Oh no, wait. Or like, yeah. <laughs> like a little tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a little cupcake. A little. You, know, you, got, a little... you got a cupcake this time. Last time, you're lucky you didn't get a tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. The Rasball tests are available at uh, rasball.com slash COVID. It's test.rasball.com. No, 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 thank you. Thank you, Donkey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't give out the wrong URL. (laughs) You're you're the worst spokesman ever. Rasball actually gives out written COVID tests, which... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, the the first question is, do you have any other way of testing yourself for COVID? (laughs) (laughs) You probably should. You should. (laughs) If, If you don't, call this number. Yeah, and it's Donkey's number. Dude, the first time I took that written test, I was nervous it was going to be like a, an essay test or something, but it was just yeah. a Scantron, multiple uh, <laughs> choice. So, yeah, that's it good. Was. Yeah, Donkey, too, had a. You had a. Yeah. Hanging chance on your test, I meant to tell you. It was it was a little confusing. So that's how you got uh, diagnosed with COVID. 
Well, I cheated off of uh, Beat On, so. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, uh, no. can we back no. up uh, to the uh, idea, the uh, Shark Tank idea, the steel? Is it steel crotched pants? Is that? No, no, steel. No, no, because you're going to be dropping a lot of bags of money on my lap, so they're going to be reinforced on the thigh. What? Okay, so your crotch is totally unprotected. Um. Yeah, but if you're if you have uh so if you have a micro penis, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not even mean. I just mean like I'm out because I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean if your uh, if your thighs are protected well enough, then the bags will land on your thighs and you'll be fine. You you should be fine because your thighs <laughs> are going to be above your uh, your other areas. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a real injury. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little bit concerned that the demographic for these pants is just people with micro penises. Uh, but other than that, great idea. They're in. So uh, okay, so Robert and Mr. Wonderful, you're both in still. Who else is in? Okay, Mark Cuban, you're out. Um, okay, two sharks. <laughs> Two sharks. I still have two sharks. Okay, we're good. Let's go to commercial, actually, and, and we'll come back. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, your ideas aren't not brilliant. <laughs> I thought, you know what? Honestly, if you have a good pun, that's like half the battle with selling something. So, like, because you have steel, steel wool, and steel is spelt both ways, then it's like you're you're good. You're gonna sell yeah. some just because of that. Yeah, you don't even need a product, really. <laughs> no, oh. you just need a good pun. Yeah. Well, hey guys, you want to get into the uh, news from this week? Oh, yeah, really? of course. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Ah. Well, this first story comes from NPR because Ooh. reputable. Mm-hmm. News, uh, let me let me let me grab my tote bag. <laughs> so the headline: Did we have, is, did we have to do a uh, donation to get the story? <laughs> uh, yeah, we donated all of your money, Gray. Sorry. <laughs> my steal, my steal money. Yeah. Uh, so the headline of this first story from NPR is a little bit misleading, I thought. So the headline is Antarctica's, quote, uh, Penguin Post Office is hiring. So, Mm. of course, naturally, I thought this was a a post office of uh, penguin employees that was hiring. (laughs) It's not, turns out. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, just a post office. uh, This is a job listing, then, we're uh, (laughs) covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, (laughs) joblistings.rasball.com. Yeah, yeah, you'll get get a good job off of there. Yeah, that or LinkedIn, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, up to you, really. They're they're our main competitor, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, actually, I guess there's a, a very remote post office in Antarctica that is hiring. Didn't know that they had those in Antarctica, but mm-hmm. uh, they do. And it's not uh, employed by penguins. There's just like a lot of penguins in the area. Um, but we did send our top reporter, Billy Hurley, down <laughs> to Antarctica this past week to get the scoop on this story. Billy, what was going on down there? Yeah, I mean, it's never a good sign. I went down there to check this thing out. It's never a good sign when you're starting a new job and your welcome packet says, Antarctica is a physically and mentally challenging place to work. <laughs> That's... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's on day one. They're kind of setting the stage there. But this is way better than the Walrus DMV. I've been over there. <laughs> and you don't want to go down there. It's a lot of it's uh, pretty miserable. 
<laughs> what is the uh, so? I don't understand what is this a jobless thing? What is the story? <laughs> is there a story? Yeah, I think I think the only perk here is penguins cuz cuz in the story they're like, look, the staff members you're going to share a single bedroom. There's no flushing toilet. Uh it's cold, of course, cuz it's Antarctica. <laughs> but uh look, you get to see a lot of penguins. Like have you seen March of the Penguins cuz it's like that, but it's live, which is uh, pretty cool. <laughs> This uh, the oh yeah no so this says the post office is a uh, so you have to sort mail mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, sell postage stamps yeah probably and count penguins <laughs> uh, what <laughs> hey that's not the postman's job is what is that really a task they asked yeah to do it says count you have to count penguins counting penguins. Part of I would the fall asleep. That's how I fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not gonna work out well for this job. No, sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, too, you, if you lose count, you got to start over. <laughs> Counting <Yeah>. penguins. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, an indie rock band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or either that or that's what they're or you're saying what they're doing and it's like oh we have uh here we have journaling polar bears and over here we have counting penguins yeah i um this is bad if you like i go there sometimes and I, I, they're everywhere so i and i'm just trying to get stamps <laughs> you know and it's just it's really tough to... how uh what i you know i'm always looking for a uh a shortcut you know uh, that's uh that's how that's how i go about my life so yeah, what you if do we an, had you do a, a three-hour podcast every yeah day. yeah <laughs> for <laughs> for three people so uh <laughs> i can count podcast listeners quicker than i can count penguins in antarctica i'll tell you that but uh so listen so um um dear listener so you have uh you're counting penguins right <laughs> Ah, but how can you count? Like they're all wearing little tuxedos. How do you keep the? How do you keep track of them? Do you like put a little? You do you have a sharpie that you put a little mark on them? Uh, donkey, is there any? Any uh, like how do I do my job? <laughs> Basically, I'm applying right now, and I'm trying to find out how I do this. Yeah, you use the the stamps. That's um, <laughs> kind of the, the post office part to it. Yeah, it's a dual yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so then you put. What do penguins eat? Carrots. All right. So you put a carrot in a in a mailbox, right? <laughs> and then once the penguin's got a stamp on it, that penguin just gonna go anywhere. That could go anywhere right now. Wait, it's the the it eats the carrot. What's no, the connection between the carrot? No, because you, you got to lure the penguin into the mailbox. Uh, you're oh, because okay. penguins. Well, a lot of people don't realize they're uh, they're really uh, dangerous. <laughs> you don't want to get too close to them. <laughs> also, a lot of people don't realize like penguins are basically Bugs Bunny. They're just constantly eating carrots. Yeah, they're eating carrots. All those carrots that are growing <laughs> in Antarctica, right? It's, they're going. Uh, hey, hey, we have a a new. Um, we got a a a. a black tie affair coming up where uh we're serving carrots i hope none of those penguins get in here by accident because you know they're already wearing tuxedos and they like carrots yeah that'd be very confusing be a lot. <laughs> i don't know yeah hey. maybe they give you one of those clickers you know like, the chunk, chunk, like a bouncer 
Yeah, uh, like uh, like you're at the front door of uh, Antarctica. Yeah, maybe you got yeah. Hey, the, stranger things have happened. You're standing at the uh, the entrance of an igloo. <laughs> just just you. And a I'm clicker. Yeah, although I mean it's an open. I mean it's a wide open job market here. I mean I'm curious to see what kind of person <laughs> accepts this job. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go next time. I, I uh, see my mail. My mailman uh, is a mailman, not misgendering. Yeah. I'm I'm woke. Uh, I'm next time I see my mailman, I'm gonna ask him if he's uh, trained in the art of counting penguins. Yeah, uh, Lou, uh, come on in here. We're, we're transferring you. Uh, oh, is it to Florida where I asked? The, well, it's south. Uh, it's very south. So uh, I hope you have uh, winter clothes, uh, and I hope you uh, hope you like penguins. Hey, no, I got a hey. So I got those uh, feety pajamas, right? And I also uh, I I used to when I was a kid. I used to love that game. Duck, duck, goose. So I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, I'd, I'd probably quit pretty instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the cold. I don't even. I don't even know how you guys do it in those in the cold weather where you guys live. I I couldn't. I couldn't do this for a day. Like if you got me, if you somehow transported me to Antarctica, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going home. I'm I good. Like I don't like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Donkey, what do you think about this uh, penguin job? Well, I, I'm glad you asked because <laughs> uh, it's actually a, a little bit too warm here. I've been thinking about relocating, and when you guys found this story earlier in the week, I reached out to Antarctica Penguin Post Office and applied for this job. I've been interviewing all week, and I just landed it. So. Wow. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh there's there's no internet access down there. So you guys um this is going to be my last show. Oh. oh. All right, all right. Well, see you later. Be on. Good to have you. <laughs> that was quick. Quick transition. Yeah, later, man. Yeah. Although hey, later. Me, thought, hey, later, dogs. I you, you know, might miss me. But... I do. I already miss you, dogs. I think this would be a great opportunity for you to use this as a location for your kind of retreat. That's pretty much what it is, it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, just you and the penguins and just kind of finding inner peace. I uh, So I, I did a Google. When when uh, Donkey was talking about how he's leaving, uh, I, I was Googling other things. and I uh, uh, Podcast host, top yeah, podcast I host. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to Donkey's. Uh, so anyway, so penguins, uh, I was Googling what do penguins eat because I don't think carrots is right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I just I was guessing carrots and it turns out I was wrong. It's not carrots at all. No, no they eat uh they eat tiny fish. They eat little little fish. Uh like squids and uh and some of them have chin straps. Uh and they eat krill. They eat a lot of krill. Um I, I feel like was, I thought that was like a word like uh people said like being cool or something like yo krill. Yo, that's krill. Yo, that's krill. Um, hey, what's going on? I'm in the tattoo shop, and uh, I was looking at some uh, krill tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, penguins eat little fish, so I wanted to uh, correct <laughs> my, uh, my my mistake from earlier. I, it's I'm imagining. Carrot. I'm imagining so like our, our standard kind of nature documentaries like listen as we watch the penguins go across the icy landscape and then I want to hear Gray do one be like penguins eat little fish. 
I want the carrots. Carrot. I want to say carrots. Not carrots. Not. No, I, I said carrots earlier, and I wanted to correct myself because it's not carrots. It's Co- common misconception. Common, yeah. So, okay. So, um, hey, now with my new information, hey, how about you just put all the little fishies in an igloo and lure the penguins in there, and then it's real easy for you to count them. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking how length, how lengthy every episode page's corrections are week to week <laughs> from all the <laughs> – all of our not facts. <laughs> Instead of, you know, some podcasts, you're like, oh, if you uh, if you jump to uh, a third, uh, if you if you jump to minute thirteen, you'll hear about like uh, the uh, the Second Amendment. <laughs> and in <laughs> ours, it's like jump to uh, minute twenty four and find out what penguins don't eat. <laughs> yeah, go to yeah, go to twenty four, and you'll. It's a section called Penguin Lies. <laughs> Penguins don't eat carrots, okay? That's the final, that's my final uh, answer. <laughs> hey, hey, Regis, ah, I thought you were dead. Okay, you're back to life. Good stuff. All right. So carrots don't, don't eat penguins. I mean, penguins don't eat carrots. Ah. Can penguins ah. hold a carrot even? You would be, if you honestly, if you just met me on the street, we'd be like, that's actually, that'd be a good game show in itself. Meeting someone on the street and guessing their education level. <laughs> like, hey, hey, this guy. So let me hear you uh, talk about penguins for five minutes, and then I have to guess uh, what grade you uh, stopped going to school. Yeah, okay. it's called the show. Okay. The show is called Known Recluse. Goes outside. <laughs> uh, all right, come on, donkey. Let's move on to the next story. All right, so uh, you know. Uh, we're going to go from NPR to food and wine. There's Ooh. really wasn't a whole lot going on in the New York this Post is, this week. This is actually doggy. I want to, I'm not to interrupt, but this is a very, we have a, a very uh, smart sounding <laughs> podcast. Yep. And, and you can go back and fill in a better word than smart. <laughs> fill yeah. in a better adjective. Um, this is very, uh, this feels like very uh, New York Upper West Side today. NPR, food and wine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're going to uh, talk about the opera if you skip to 37. <laughs> Actually, 37. Billy, I, I reached down uh, to, uh, to your in your left-hand pocket in your steel wool jeans. You're going to find opera glasses. I, I gave everyone on the podcast today has opera glasses to uh, to put on. Oh, but you just you have COVID. So now I have COVID. Yeah, I gave you COVID with my opera glasses. Uh, what's, my opera a... glasses ruse. Oh, what a way to get it. Hey, hey, donkey, what grade do you think I stopped going to school? <laughs> I'm First. sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, good good guess. Okay, go ahead, uh, donks, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, all right, so Food & Wine Magazine. Uh, food & Wine uh, online publication, I should say. <laughs> Cheese is in the news here, guys. And um, this Parmesan, Parmigiano Reggiano, is that how you say it? I've never known. Yeah, it, it's a Parmigiano Reggiano. Reggiano. You have to do the hands, right? Yeah, Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> yeah, so the makers. And you put it on your paschetti. <laughs> the makers of uh, this cheese are now embedding tiny trackers in the rind <laughs> of the cheese to fright che- uh, fight cheese fraud. Apparently, this is a huge problem internationally, uh, cheese fraud. They used to use tracking codes uh, for the past two decades. Now they're going high-tech. They're putting 
these uh, trackers in the rinds. And uh, trackers gonna, in the rinds. It's going to make a big difference <laughs> in the cheese broth. That's one of my broth. favorite door songs. <laughs> <laughs> trackers on the rinds. <laughs> So let me just give you a, a quick statistic here before I kick, kick it over to our, our top uh, reporter, Billy Hurley. Thank you. Authentic Parmigiano-Reggiano sales are around $2.44 billion, while fraudulent cheese is a $2.08 billion market. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> Billy's, These are... Billy's like, oh, hold on a second. I'm gonna, I want to shake a, this green can of Parmesan cheese on my yeah. sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I use a virtual background, but there's just stack. If it would look like a tire shop if you if I showed my real background, just stacks of <laughs> cheese wheels. That, this uh, is the kind of you know, this is the kind of stuff that happens when you uh, when you arrest all the mafia. Like Don Corleone <laughs> never would have let this happen if he was still in power. That's all I'm saying. But that, you bring up a good point because going undercover and like chasing fraud, like that's a tough. <laughs> job but if you can get like the cheese job like the cheese version of that i mean that's that's a good gig it's like it's like uh instead of jack ryan it's uh jack rosiano rosiano hey, buddy, hey, these are... hey what's going on uh, hey you hey you think that's a real parmigiani hey hey look at it it's in a green shiny can and you bought it from krugers huh? i feel like i'm watching uh, house of gucci <laughs> uh, i I, uh, these are really amazing trackers too. Like I'm not, I'm kind of a tech guy and I don't mean to be a snob, but like these trackers, they've been like aged for months and placed in ideal temperatures and humidities to kind of fully develop their technologies. It's really kind of, they're really kind of nice. Now, Billy, how long have you been in the counterfeit cheese business? Um, well, uh, I, I would say, I would say they're real. <laughs> So I, I dispute, you know, I, I would dispute your claims that they're counterfeit, but let's just say for the sake of the podcast that, that they were counterfeit, uh, 25 years. <laughs> and also, by the way, you could also buy my pasta water, Billy Hurley pasta water. That's available. Sometimes you're cooking, right? And it's a save a cup of pasta water and you don't because we're, we're busy people. We forget things. You can buy my Billy Hurley pasta water that comes free with a big wheel of cheese. Uh, I can send it your way uh, with a Rasball T-shirt. Pasta water actually sounds like a really good idea. That's a smart. That is a smart idea because they're always like, that's like one of those things where it's like, ah, I didn't read the full recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they see the problem with recipes in general is, well, first of all, they're they're preceded by. 4,000 words of how this person figured out that they wanted a blueberry cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> just, just give me the blueberry cobbler recipe, lady. Stop, yeah. with the, stop with the backstory. I don't need backstory when it comes to cobbler recipes. Okay. Right. What but am I? What, anyway, am I a podcast? The pro yeah, exactly. You're not a podcast. You're a recipe. <laughs> so the problem here, I have the problem with the recipes are, they leave the important stuff until the end. Put the important stuff up front so I know what I'm going to do when I get to it at the warning, end. Warning, 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 warning. You, you must, you must save your pasta water. Warning, <laughs> warning. You must remove the casing from the sausage. <laughs> hey, oh, now I got to go into the... 
I'm not going to try and go into the sink and get some pasta water. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, uh, my my wonderful wife clogged up the sink earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Warning, warning. Julian, Julian the ginger, warning. <laughs> Do not dice it. Do not no. dice the ginger. <laughs> Put, take this. Wait, use a spoon to take the skin off the ginger? What? <laughs> Stop with this nonsense. I use a knife like every red-blooded American. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 so you you bought the fake uh, Parmesan, I see, huh? Yeah, I used a, uh, I used cannacetta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee, wait, what did you say? Because it honestly froze at what I think was a pun. No, it was. It was a counterfeit cheddar. <laughs> it's a bad uh-huh. pun. It's a nice. bad one. I feel bad for the old people. Like, they just want some Parmesan cheese at the grocery store, and now they have to lug home some giant tracking technology. You know, it's just, I worry for them. I don't know. <laughs> you got the, uh, you get, you get, uh, you get to the end of the, uh, you, you, you're at the cheese store, and you, and you, you paid your money, and you're, you're taking out your cheese out of the store, and the, and the buzzer goes off. <laughs> <laughs> you, forgot, you forgot to take the tracker off. Oh, John. It's like one of those things where you buy a shirt at the Gap. They have to like click yeah, it off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on. The last time I got home and I still had the tracker on my Parmesan, I had to come all the way back to the store to have it oh. taken off. Oh, at oh. least you didn't accidentally eat it like me. That was, oh. that was a bad night. Oh, and now we know where, now we know where you are at all times, Tom. Yeah, yeah, but we know at least you're using real Parmesan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like the, that'll it's like be the, the last time. Yeah, it's like the blue check mark. Yeah, we know you're real. <laughs> they gotta start doing this with everything. I'm thinking like. They need to do this with Hydrox, like Cheez-Its needs to do this with Nips, that whole bottom row of cereal. Uh, I just think I want my grocery shopping to be very heavy, filled with trackers. Yeah. No, actually, that's a that's a, a, an interesting thought because you have all those cereals that are like, oh, Honey Nut Cheerios, but the Cheerio is spelled like R-E-O or something. It's like that's a it's a counterfeit cereal. You know, they have those. Those counterfeit cereals that you get home and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't want this. <laughs> this is right, and that's when you you call the FBI and you check the bottom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the FBI is like, just back away, back away from the cereal box, sir, and we'll be there in uh, in 15 to 18 days. <laughs> just leave it there. Don't. Don't touch it. We'll, we'll we'll get there. We have a we have a bunch of fake Parmesan we're yeah. going through right now. I'm I'm worried about Donkey's health actually. Now that he's <laughs> he ate a tracker. <laughs> yeah, Donkey's got a a, a G, he's got a GPS in him from Sicily. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. I feel no, if you can, actually, you could... <laughs> it actually it came out. The other end. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. nice. I wish it was still in there, to be honest. Oh, that must have been nice. <laughs> it's just kind of good to know where you are. Yeah. Right. Or it's good to have uh, the people in uh, in Parma to know where you are. Yeah, if you lose your phone, you're like, where am I? You can just sort of... Actually, I don't think that's how technology works. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's the... Uh, what is that thing? It's um, uh, the find an iPhone thing, right? Yeah, isn't, yeah. That, isn't that isn't that isn't that a thing? Find oh, I thought iPhone? you just call Apple Care. 
<laughs> I, I do. I call Apple Care because they know me by name. But I'm saying there's like a find an iPhone thing, right? Yeah, sure. Find yeah. a donkey. Yeah, find well, no, find a, a Parmesan tracker. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh donkeys. Hey donks, what when you uh when you when you got rid of the uh tracker, the Parmesan tracker when it when it came out, did you uh take it out of the bowl or did you leave <laughs> how would you dispose of it? Uh yeah, I just flushed it. I mean, I'm not going to go sifting through that. <laughs> Well, I mean, we can we could find that answer because it's tracking technology. Right. I mean, it's somewhere in the pipes of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. I, I didn't know you were in Chicago. I thought you were outside. Well, yeah, I think it all goes to Chicago. Uh, oh, I see. You know, I've been doing this podcast with you both for 12 years now, or at least it feels that way. And you would think I would get to know you guys and maybe some kind of sort of personal details. I kind of think... Donks lives in the like now I know the Chicago area, but uh, <laughs> I don't know his name. I don't know Gray's name. I know he's probably on the West Coast. I know he probably has COVID. Um, I don't know how he got it because he stays in his house all day and watches baseball and writes about baseball. But I'm hoping maybe in the next 12 years I get to really know you both as people. Hey, uh, hey, Luigi. Uh, let me let me taste it. That the that, that gentleman put the parmesan on your pasta. But I am. Uh, let me investigate. I want to taste your parmesan. That's a good. <laughs> it looks a fake. It looks like you got the fake parmesan. Do you mind if I taste it? I do. I do want to taste it. This is the job you want. It's, it's actually a booming uh, industry. A lot of uh, jobs out there in the counterfeit hey, man, cheese hey, I go from tasting. table to table to table, and I, I taste a little taste of the pajamas. <laughs> Talk I go from table to table, and I taste a little parmesan. You, you, you want me to taste for you to make sure <laughs> it's not fake? Uh, now that voice is in my head for life. Um, <laughs> Dogs, this reminds me of the ham sniffer. Oh yes, the ham sniffer. Yes. Hey, hey, I do, I do, I do a little tasting. <laughs> I let me taste it. Oh, excuse me. Are you Diane Lane? Yes, you look like her. You come here from, you come here to be, to find romance in Tuscany. Oh, I find my cousin Daniel Ello. <laughs> we could, you know, we could just, we could just play Italian music uh, over this. Over this, if you want. Uh, <laughs> Billy, the, the is there a thing as Italian music? I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. The ham sniffer. Uh, those. Uh, it's you can't do both. I, I guess is where I'm going with this. You can't ham sniff and you can't uh, be a, a cheese taster because you know if, if you get really good sense of smell, it takes away from your your sense of taste. So right. Uh, they're, yeah, they're independent industries, both booming. Just imagine, uh, so imagine I'm Danny Aiello, and I come up to Diane Lane, who's at the table, writing in her journal, because she's in Italy trying to find the romance, and I say, Diane, excuse me, would you like me to try your parmesan? <laughs> it could be you... fake, it could be fake, but I want to try it to make sure it's real. In theaters, is love authentic? <laughs> It's a love, it's love authentic. Yeah, cheese, cheese love, cheese lovers. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to make this movie happen. It's really a cheesy, hard. A cheesy romance coming there this fall. It it's, so, it's, sorry. I mean, have you 
pitched that? Uh... I no, I'm I'm still uh, spitballing. I'm working out the plot still. Um, I'm I'm trying to act through it, uh, see where it goes. I let the characters speak for themselves. Eh, I die a name. I love I love your other movies. I'm so glad you come to visit this little restaurante in the middle of Parma. I just imagine Gray like pouring himself a coffee. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna have a writing day, and it's just a an empty it's like an empty word document. <laughs> it's not a. I pour myself a Chianti. Yeah, you're like it'll write itself. I just gotta work some things out. <laughs> hey, hey, did were you drinking the minestrone out of my thermos? It's a t- my coffee tastes like a minestrone. Yeah, I think, well, maybe rewrite it and then um, come back to us next week with the rewrite. I feel like, Billy, you could probably do a little better Luigi. No, I think if we, I think if we, if I start doing the voice, uh, th- there's just no way anybody, we, we would lose everybody, I think. If we turn this into a one-act play, I think. We... I have that. This is, uh, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're on the podcast, Hey, welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is, uh, I am uh, Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> I'm here with Danny Aiello and Donkey T. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody's somebody's got to be checking the authenticity of the cheese. <laughs> it sounds like we found our guy. Oh, you, you could have a whole podcast where you're checking Parmesan. <laughs> I, I think we old. just did. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.